back flame Your eyes grew white And we to the sunrise You asked me when I learned to fly Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. On the phone, we have our host, Tom Dupree, joining us in the studio, Missy Clifton. And we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. All right, that's my little group. The, uh, I say my little group. It's a group that I know about called the Arcadian Wild. Saw them. I'm not even going to get into how I first saw them, but they're kind of on the road like a lot of these small groups do they kind of advertise on facebook their concerts and they're developing their clientele just kind of the way we would uh, in these cities you know they might have 50 60 people it's really neat it's kind of a grassroots thing and they're based in nashville who isn't these days um but it's called the Arcadian Wild. They'll play in, they played at the Burl in Lexington in June. I missed that because I'm a clutch. Uh, but they're going to play in Bardstown. They'll be back. Anyway, all right, let's do the song. And uh, while I'm reloading my phone, I'll tell you that uh, I'm in Phoenix and it's hot. Okay, Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Okay, crickets. Okay. The Lord is a strong hope. No, I'm <laughs> I wasn't commenting on you. It, it, it was, it's rhetorical. <laughs> Did you say I'm like you're the one I should fear? <laughs> I said I was listening. That was that was oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whom shall I fear? Crickets. The Lord is just the Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of, who, of whom shall I be afraid? Well, maybe Elizabeth. Um, 
When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. See, that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. They see evil advancing. They think it's winning. No, you have to stand in whatever measure of righteousness you feel like God has given to you and just stand and be, you know, not be afraid. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Now listen to that. What does that tell you? That tells you that fear arises in the heart. Think about it. That's where you feel it. That's where when it comes against you, that's where you experience it. It's not in your brain. It's not necessarily a logical thing. It's a feeling of, wow, I'm getting ready to be obliterated. And, there, and I feel fear in my heart. So though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war arise against me, yet I will be confident. In other words, my assurance is not based in the circumstances. So I see the circumstances being a certain way. I think I'm losing or getting my head knocked in. The truth is I may actually be winning. Well, that's uh, Psalm uh, 27, and that's the first uh, three verses. So, and I think, you know, I don't know, there's a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about some things here. The first thing I want to talk about, um, I'm not a guy, you, you can just tell, I don't play a lot of country music on the show. Uh, the new country, these young guys all wearing their black hats. I can do without most of it. My son, uh, Clark, he likes a lot of country. He likes Brantley Gilbert and these guys from Georgia, Colt Ford. And, and another one's named Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean has been kind of of that triumvirate or maybe more than that. And, and I guess you could throw him in with Zach Brown. And, you know, there's a lot of fans out of Georgia right now. Um, Jason Aldean, they kind of got into it, I don't know, a few months ago. His wife made some comment about trans people. It freaked out a lot of the country music um, people in Nashville that sort of, polish this image. I think they got fired from their PR firm. Nashville's a lot more woke than you think it is, especially when money's at stake and when it when you know, it, it's a town that's devoted to making money, I'll tell you that, having seen it up close and inside. So recently he comes out with this video. It's like he's doubling down. He's not taking the medicine they wanted him to take. And he comes out with this video called Try That in a Small Town. Now, I've looked at the video, and the video is is sort of a recap. It's, it's a series of other videos showing Antifa primarily uh, damage, rioting, burning, spitting in cops' faces, that sort of thing. It starts in front of a courthouse in Tennessee. 
uh, and then he makes a mention somewhere of I own a shotgun kind of thing. Consequently, the left has exploded with, oh, my God, this is promoting violence, da-da-da. And, you know, it's it's shown in front of a, a, a courthouse where there was a lynching. But if you look at the video, what it really shows is the violence. It, it shows a lot of videos of the violence of Antifa in large American cities, burning things up, breaking, breaking into, uh, um, breaking into uh, convenient marts and things like that. I think the reason that the reaction from the left is so strong and swift against this video, country music, TV, CMT was coerced into taking it down. You know, I'll tell you this, YouTube hadn't taken it down. It's still on YouTube. It's interesting. But I think the reason they're reacting so strongly has nothing to do with any messaging of Jason Aldean. It has to do with the fact that he's dredging up these videos of the stuff that Antifa did in 2020, and the left does not want this revisited. They want to turn the page. They want to act like it never happened. This is why this uh, uh, reaction to me, as far as I can see, is so swift and strong. And, and, oh, this is beautiful. Cheryl Crow uh, coming out. Well, I'm from a small town. That that doesn't represent my town. This is the woman that dated Lance Armstrong (laughs) for quite a while. End of, I I don't need to say any more. The people that are coming out against it are just, anyway. All right. Missy, you have some thoughts on this matter, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you know, and um, and I guess the, the to do some distinguishment between Antifa and BLM, right? Um, I think that if you go and you look at just the, the facts that this, this video was, as you said, filmed in front of a courthouse in Columbia, Tennessee, where, as you alluded to. Well, there's to, only one or two shots of that. I mean, it doesn't, right. it doesn't stay there. But it was the, it was a 19, let's see, there was a, it was the site for a 1946 race riot um, and then a 1927 mob lynching, which occurred there. And then the. But Missy, almost every little courthouse in the South, including Lexington, Kentucky, had a lynching happen at one time. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna show any courthouse anywhere in the South, maybe in the North too, there's probably somewhere in the last hundred and fifty years been a lynching nearby. You can't just say, Oh, there was a lynching there, therefore they, you know. Anyway, but go ahead. The, I'm the, sorry. The point being is that the the videos that he shows that are using the courthouse as a backdrop, right? They're projected on the courthouse. Are as you alluded to the um, you know the nineteenth from the twenty twenty um, activity that you know we were all having to capture because we were told to stay home but not you know the other not not for the any of the uh, unrest if you will um, and the disruption that was going on so it's I think and, and his his lyrics aren't exactly uh, clever he literally is just using. Um, he's describing exactly what was captured in these videos, right? 
Um, like, well, he's saying you can't do it in a small town like you can in a big city because people take up for each other. They're going to defend themselves more in a small town than they went in a large city. And that's true. I mean, most of these cities in the north and a lot of places have been completely disarmed. You can't defend yourself. Right. When, and I, and, I, and I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, I go, you can go to a small town and, you know, people will still, you know, move off the sidewalk for an, an older, you know, an older couple walking by. Right. I mean, there's just some, there are, there are some, there's some graciousness and some old, just, I don't know, what's, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Genia, I mean, uh, you know, people are, People are looking out for each other, right? They know each other. There's some. There is um, a feeling of uh, familiarity and 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 neighborly, right? Um, so I think that the, you know, the the other side of this of this viewpoint is that you know they think it's there that he's promoting violence. He's saying I'm going to go get my gun and we're going to stop this sort of stuff. That's not what he said. I know. In the I know. Video. I know. I know. I realize that, but but uh, but I'm so I'm just taking the contrary view that they're that that's what they think that it's promoting, right? Um, and and I do I do I what just they read. don't like is that it's showing people again what the left tried to do to this country. That's what I believe. Yeah, full of good old boys raised up right. If you're looking for a fight, try that in a small town. You know, so mm-hmm. so. There you are. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think people will either like everything else; they'll fall on either side of this. Um, but I feel like there are bigger things than Jason Aldean's "Try That in a Small but Town" he video. Hit a nerve. He did. Right. Of, right. I mean, the point is, he's he's hit a nerve, and it's a nerve that they don't want hit because they are dying for something to go down again, somebody to get shot. And for all this crap to break out again, don't think it's gone away. And I can recall professors out there saying, let it burn. You know, these liberal tenured professors, wherever, basically calling for more destruction. I mean, you know, Kamala Harris herself calling for destruction. This kind of thing, when it when it kind of goes away, they want to pretend that it didn't happen, but it did happen. And Jason Aldean is guilty of replaying all those videos from 2020, where it looked like our country was just going under, uh, especially the bigger cities. And I hear you. I hear you. I mean, it's like I guess going back and showing you know Vietnam footage, and you know people, it's it's distasteful. Yet it happened, right? And so, um, and of course, calling his, um, well, at any rate. All right, well, you were talking about uh, higher education. You sent me an article on. Are we going to do that now? Well, or? we can. We can start All that right, out. Well, we got do lots. you have enough to do the second half with it also? You bet. You I bet. know where you're going with it. You bet. Uh, let me tell you, you're not fooling anybody, <laughs> Missy. <laughs> Why don't we talk about the Reds <laughs> or Kentucky football for a second? Because <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like Max if, going down the, the snake hole when, when you get. <laughs> if you knew the volume of information I have in front of me, right now you would laugh. Uh, I don't even yeah I know it's <laughs> okay w- w- let me say uh one thing more before we you know we we dive into that um I think it's interesting I think a lot of these play I'm in Arizona right now I did want to say this 
the politics here are so incredibly messed up. You have a, a Democrat elite that governs this state very poorly. And yet the people here are more conservative than you would think. They are dying to just live their lives. And I think this is true in so many places. Back to that Jason Aldean thing. People don't like violence in their cities. CMT canceled this video, and it's now number one on the country charts. It's number one on iTunes, too, I noticed. Um, I don't know if it is today. It was the other day. And when I get out and get away from my little downtown enclave of Lexington, Kentucky, walking by people who just stare at me or look the other way or don't make eye contact and actually go other places, I realize it's a big world out there and there's a lot of people dying to breathe free. Remember this song we used to sing at school, the huddled masses yearning to breathe free. That's what people in America want to do, and they are seeing their freedoms taken away from them. And, you know, it it makes me realize things are not as bad as they feel sometimes. But I have to get away and go see stuff and, and sit on a plane and talk to somebody interesting for an hour or two and realize that it's a real big world out there. That's all I wanted to say. Well, Tom, to your point um, on Laura Ingram last night, she mentioned that Sound of Freedom, people did, or the, the powers that be did not want that to to make it to the screen. And it Yeah, is, and uh, I think we can, maybe next week we can do a whole show on that. Well, but the, but the point is, the people are tired of being suppressed and when it's almost like it fuels the fire when something is suppressed, people. Well, my it, guy, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's running for president or trying to get the Republican nomination, said when you tell people that they can't protest, they break things. <laughs> well, that's, that's the best quote of the of the debates or whatever Tucker Carlson just did with. I don't think it was debates. It was like interviews. Well, and Tucker's another one. They took him yeah. off of Fox, and he is absolutely on fire on Twitter. The views and the following has, I don't even know, it's like how many times, Missy? 10, 20 times what it was on Fox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the I American— mean, the, the stuff, they, It seems like they figure it out. They double down. They try to stamp it out. It's like a whack-a-mole thing. You knock it down, and then it pops up four, four more places. That's right. Hey, Missy, what are appetites? We've got about a minute and a half of what's coming up in the second segment. Well, you know, um, Tom sent a, a, a he sent an article that was really interesting, and and you could sum it up by saying, "People, leadership matters, and we are following awful leaders these days. We have got to get better." Yeah, that that would be Missy, it. Missy, in about, I'm, uh, it's time for you to get your campaign ready. 
You're, oh, right. You got to run for something. Yeah, what are you running for, Missy? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, nothing, come on. Nothing. You President, can't. no, you, I think she should become athletic director at uh, UK. Something like that. But, you know, I, we, we are, take it one step further, and we'll talk about a little bit about this, but, you know, we are a nation of laws, and if you're not paying attention to the laws that are being put into place and they're being written and the people that are behind them, then shame on you because you're the one that's going to have to follow them and until it affects you personally. And then you're yeah. wondering how, you know, why, why you weren't playing a part and why you weren't paying attention all along. Well, and coming into an election year, it's time it. to start gotcha. paying attention because who you elect will affect what's going through legislation to an extent because really a lot we of- hope that's that's the, that's the dream that's we we hope that people have that type of of impact right and it's not just a rotating doors i heard i loved it somebody actually described it as and tom's traveling um reg, airplane air it's just not regurgitated air right um, we hope that the leaders that perhaps we're, we can put into place may have a, may make a difference well and the other side of that also is how much goes on behind closed doors with the aides and the people like that developing everything? I guess they have to be hired by those elected. All right, we'll have more on this in the second second segment. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. Missy Clifton sitting in. Tom Dupree's on the phone in Phoenix, Arizona. Stay tuned. We'll have more in just a few minutes. We are powered by Dupree Financial Group. This is Tom Dupree at Dupree Financial Group. Our primary concern is getting you through retirement with enough money. In retirement, your monthly expenses don't go away. That's why we focus on investments that pay either monthly or quarterly income. Many folks have no idea of how to tap their retirement accounts for monthly income. We'll show you how. We have 45 years of experience providing income-oriented investments. For a free review of your retirement investment accounts, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings on News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400.
And wonder what would I be without you in my life Everything was just a bore All the things I did seems I've done them before But you brighten up all my days With a love so sweet in so many ways I wanna stop and thank you baby Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for our second segment. Joining us on the phone, our host Tom Dupree. In the studio, we have Missy Clifton, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. Honey, I heard this song on the radio the other day, and it made me think of you. Oh, my, you must really miss me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, this is by Marvin Gaye. Came out in 1964. And you know that Marvin Gaye's father, Marvin Gaye Sr., grew up in Jessamine County, Kentucky. So uh, I think Marvin himself, Marvin Gaye Jr., was born in Washington, D.C. Because they had moved there and his father was a pastor. But (laughs) anyway, he had connections to... Lexington or to Central Kentucky, and uh, the there were a lot of black families with the last name Gay. Uh, many of them just per, spelled it G A Y. Marvin put an E on the end of his. But I remember, uh, yeah, the Olympic when, runner was from uh, what was his name? Tyson Gay. Yeah, yeah, Tyson Gay. He was a relative of of. Uh, when I was at Henry Clay, uh, there was a guy named Joe Gay uh, who played basketball. I think he was uh, might have been with Lafayette. I mean, there was some, you know, you had Jack Gibbons at Bryan Station, James Lee at Henry Clay, and uh, anyway, so that was a. a name that was well known in the african-american uh community and marvin gay you know was was of that crowd i mean there it's let me tell you something the real blue bloods in central kentucky are not the white people they're the black people they're the ones that go back 12 generations and they know where they were you know i mean there's all these little I don't want to get off on that, but it's I'm going to do a show on it one day because the people that have really stayed here forever and 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 they know where their great 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 granddaddy was from are the black families anyway. All right, Missy, uh, this thing with uh, this president of Stanford. So I read this article. His name is. He's got some hyphenated name, Lord. The the picture of the guy, Mark Tessier something. Tessier uh, Levine. Yeah. I mean he just looks like a freak. His but here's the thing It was not a becoming that picture, so, that's for sure. Yeah. The the thing that is so troubling is that he authored and co authored research, I don't even know what field he's in that was found to be fraudulent, where the numbers had been doctored, screwed with. He knew about it, and he never said, hey, we got to fix this. 
It just stayed there. Somebody else evidently did the research and said, wait a minute. This guy's the president of the university, and he's got his name on lots of pieces of research that are just BS. They screwed with the numbers. And so here's the part that just amazes me. It's like, listen, buddy, you cannot be around an academic institution having done this. No, they just say, well, it's probably better if you're not president anymore, but you can stay on the faculty. Good God. I mean, and this is the kind of thing. <clears throat> so you look at and then people are paying all this money to get their kids into Stanford. It has nothing to do with whether they're going to find truth or not there. Yeah. Integrity out do the door. With, what's that? Integrity was out the door. There's no integrity. It, got, he, the, it, 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 well, that's not to say that there's no integrity anywhere, because I know there's people in this in situation is what I'm saying. Yeah, in this situation, and this is a position of leadership. The problem is people, these kids want degrees from these places, not because of the rigor and the structure and the difficulty but because they want their name it on their name, on their resume. This is going to help them. But what's happening is academia is getting devalued as fast as the U.S. dollar. I mean, you know, if you can take away all this stuff and the rigor, and the guy can still be. So what good is he on the faculty if he, if he was, if he, falsified information. He must have some sort of political value to be in there. That's the only thing I can figure. Yeah, they found that uh, that, uh, that no less than five studies in which he was a major contributor where the evidence of the data had been manipulated with scientific images. I mean, basically, it was just false. But yet, all right. So you were going to point to where this is a bigger problem. Well, and I'm, I'm, you know, so you know, you just said, but he gets to stay. So by all means, let's keep rewarding irresponsible behavior. By all means, let's let's keep him on the board because he's such a, you know, he's such a stellar example of what you know we want the students to follow. Not, um, kind of, yeah. All right, it, but it, that that is exactly what Anthony Fauci did, Tom. And you have, and I, I brought this up back months ago as I was you know, laying out what exactly happened in 2020 and how we, we got to where we were. But the in, in January of 2020, Fauci spun his tail calling together a conference of friendlies to put out information and articles that he turned around had published and edited and then used in front of Congress to make his case. So, it, it, which is, this is no different than what the Stanford president did. Manipulated data, you know, Fauci actually was worse because he manipulated data to, to, to create policy. And the Stanford president uh, manipulated data to, to make his point, to make him look better, to be a, a big contributor. I mean, really, it's, I guess it's all in the same, it's all in the same shade, right? I mean, yep. we're starting, how in the world, I think, how, how have we arrived 
to a position where we don't trust the experts anymore? It's a good question. We don't trust. Well, you the, answer answer your own question. Well, and, I think you have an answer. Yeah. Answer it. Oh, okay. And so you know, um, so if this, so so the you know the the Stanford president gets to stay on. Um, I, I think he, uh, I think he stays on as pres- president until the end of August, and then he just goes on to the board, something like that. You know, you've got Fauci. He's still on the board, and he's still on the faculty. Right. So you have Fauci who resigned, and he's still getting taxpayer funded security detail limos drivers i mean i am I'm, I'm a little confused i think for a retired government official um isn't that kind of left for maybe an ex president I, I don't know do you can you recall of any other government retired government official that's getting this type of this type of tax funded i think more with the government it, it gets down to what kind of deal you can cut so didn't he have something to do with the fact that biden was able to stay in his basement I'm talking about Fauci. True. I mean, true. That's that's. There's there's a lot. There's. I mean, it makes you wonder. Well, and then you've got so, you know. Go ahead. The, the, you know, I was listening to something the other night. I think it was Glenn Beck. He was talking about his son. I mean, Glenn Beck gets going, and I don't know what to believe or not to believe. But he he said his son said that he didn't want to be in leadership because of what people do to real leaders nowadays. If you look at a guy, let's go back to Jason Aldean for a second. Somebody that actually calls a spade a spade gets roundly attacked. If Fauci or these guys, and I I watch these uh, hearings in, in both the Senate and the Congress with these Biden appointees, the people that dare to stand up against them, you're always pushing against the grain. You know, Fauci peddling lies, you're right at home with government. That's what government does in so many cases, is it peddles lies in all kinds of areas. But if we can't begin to call attention to it and say, this is wrong, But you, the listener, see, this is the important thing. You can't just sit back and say, well, you know, this is terrible and everything. I just don't think, I think our country just going downhill. What are you doing to make it not go downhill? That's my question. Well, and with Fauci, you know, you, you bring up uh, that, you know, he was able to enable Biden to stay in the basement because, you know, because of the climate that was going on. And, and you, you think about this, <laughs> that the response, you know, Anthony Fauci's direction and the response to COVID was, it, it wasn't new. It, it was such a well-trodden path because if, if you went back and you looked in the mid-1980s, you know, where fear was doled out daily, people were shunned ostracized. They died alone. They were separated from the support of their family and their friends. Talking about age now. Yep. Where a positive test was enough to doom someone to solitude. Where you could just hug somebody and get it was the first thing that they came out and said that would spread asymptomatically. Does this sound familiar? Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about is the history of AIDS. And Fauci's reign should have given us a clue as to where he would, where he was going to go with COVID, um, I just and and then of course 
Fauci with the help of the media and I actually sent you a list of which I thought was pretty amazing. The media corporations and I mean it is I mean Hulu I mean it, it is so it's pages and pages and pages long from our own government website that shows all of the media that took money from the government to promote all of the COVID measures, the masks, the six feet apart, the vaccinations. Well, give us, give us, give us a couple of, give us a couple of examples. Uh, I, I sent you the whole list and I, well, I, wish I, don't, I, print, I, I, wish I mean, I'd I'm doing this on out. my phone. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay. All right. Well, hold, hold on just a minute. Um, here we go, one to 15. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then of course I was looking at, um, hold on. I'm going to have to pull this up. But all right, let, let, let me keep going and I'm, I'm, I'm pulling that up. But all right, so, so back to the thing is that, in, you know, when we were talking about AIDS and the fact that, that they, they painted it as a virus that was only affecting gay men, right? And, and, and yep. all of a sudden, it's like because the new name of the game is, quote unquote, agenda-driven science. So that, you know, the rules are in this agenda-driven science is that means sandbag anything that was early treatment right? Anything that even sniffed of early treatment and it would have saved lives and then offer up really expensive treatments yeah. that do more harm than good. And of course, in the, AIDS, right. in the AIDS situation, it was AZT. And of course, in the, uh, in the COVID scenario, it's, it was remdesivir along with some other things, but remdesivir and intubation for sure. So I just, it's, it's interesting to me. And so, you know, what, what do we have going on in, in leadership was what we were talking about earlier is, um, you know, the other one that, that retired was Rochelle, you know, Walensky, of course, from the CDC. And we now have a new Mandy Cohen, who is Biden's new appointee that's taken over as the director of the C- CDC. Um, Rochelle Walens- uh, Walensky is, uh, I think she was done as of June 30th of this year. And, you know, here, here was a leader who told the public repeatedly, repeatedly, over and over and over again, that if you were vaccinated, you didn't carry the virus and you would not get sick. I mean, the CDC is actually has had to answer whether their lead, I mean, in front of Congress, whether their leader was just so terribly misinformed or that she was intentionally lying to Congress. That's what they've asked her. Are, were you just completely an idiot or did you, did, you know, did you do this Well, on if purpose? you listen to her, her talk, she is not what I would call a mental giant. I mean, now, she's easy on the eyes. I'm going to say this. She's one of the better-looking Biden appointees that was out there. I mean, she's she's pretty cute, actually. But aside from that, she seemed like she was dumber than a box of rocks on certain things. And that's, that is that's sad because, you know, Anyway, it, well, you can repeat that over and over again. Okay, you asked me to pull up. You wanted to know who's who actually been, who took money from the government to uh, promote yeah. the, the 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 narrative, and I've just pulled it up. I see how many pages. My lord, twelve. I'm trying to. Count I don't want to read pages. twelve pages. No, I know that. I'm, but I am I am literally scrolling through. And I think some of these would, you know, obviously, you you know, Facebook, um, all the social media stuff, the Twitter, Waze, even Waze. You know, you use Waze to um, to navigate when you're when you're driving. Oprah, Oprah Magazine, Adams, uh, AARP. They took money took from money the government. From the government. This is a government site, by the way. 
Um, holy cow, my God. Of course, iHeart, you know that. We, we, we hear iHeart all the time. Um, Google, Pandora, Snapchat, of course, Twitter. We talked about that. Clear Channel. Um, holy smokes. I mean, Clear literally. Clear Channel and iHeart are the same thing. Yeah, right. Um, no, Clear Channel may be the billboards. This all right, is. Go ahead, keep going. A little, and, and like, we're talking about every city, Charlotte, Birmingham, their, you know, their, their main papers, Chicago Tribune. Um, but I love all, all the magazines, all the magazines. Good Lord. I'm literally I'm on page fourteen, and there must be thirty, at least thirty listings on each page. And these are all this. As I said, this is a government site. This was not. This is not anything. Where are you getting this from? It's, What's the government site? It's we can do this. Dot hhs. Dot gov. It was the we can do this. All the it shows all the media companies that receive money all to promote. The, to promote the official narrative. And so I'll say local newspapers, national televisions, national out of home, national radio, digital, uh, national radio, out of home. So it's every, it's everything, national magazine. So like national magazines, Essence, Oprah, Oprah Magazine, um, Upscale Magazine. Yeah, yeah, it just, it, it is, it's mind-blowing, literally mind-blowing. Yeah. That's, okay, a lot, so- that's a lot of money. That's well, a lot of money. Know, what did I read? Psalm 27 earlier. All the enemies, they seem like they're winning. We know this stuff isn't true. No, you it, just have to stand. You have to stand your ground. It doesn't matter whether you think, you know, the evidence is that you're winning or losing. The point is you stand your ground. You don't let yourself be beat down. Keep saying what you know to be the right. truth. And, and, and we know, we know, we know that the, the tide is turning because um, I can tell you right now when we didn't get to talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but uh, the, um, the AP, the AP, which is normally rather, you know, um, I don't know, left-leaning. Associated Press. At last month um, in June, they published The Great Grift, How Billions in COVID-19 Relief Aid Was Stolen or Wasted. And, and that, it, that, that's an eye-opener. It talks about that fraudsters potentially stole more than $280 billion in relief funding, and another $123 billion was wasted or misspent. But, but beyond the AP, New York Post, Watchdog calls out government's most ridiculous spending ever, CNN, fraudsters potentially stole over $200 billion in COVID relief aid. Uh, Reuters, EU silence over Pfizer's COVID contract talks is a problem that will not go away, and it details all the money that was wasted. Billions wasted, Tom. So remember Carl Sagan? Billions and billions. (laughs) But, you know, you think about this, how how much money— I mean, what does a billion dollars mean anymore? I I mean, it's just—let me tell you something. I grew up—how much time we got, Elizabeth? We got about a little less a minute, and that was uh, you sound that, like me. That was how much time. That was billions with the B. Yeah. Monetary was integrity. Monetary integrity was important during my career. I have watched for the last forty-five years the monetary system in this country be slowly dismantled, mainly by government. And I'm talking Republicans and Democrats. They're all guilty of it. And this is so sad. Politicians, hands at the trough, buying votes, all this stuff. And then finally it just gets to where, well, we're just having unlimited supply of money. And they both believe it. Yep. This is where the whole thing, 
I mean, it's 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 going to collapse, and maybe it's in slow motion. Maybe we salvage something out of it. You got to start over again at some point. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show. Missy Clifton sitting in. Tom Dupree on the phone. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more of the Tom Dupree Show. It'll be our financial hour. We are powered by Dupree Financial Group. If you'd like for us to take a look at your portfolio, call us at 859-233-0400. They are complimentary consultations. You can also schedule a time to come see us on our website at dupreefinancial.com on the homepage. We'll be back in just a few minutes with the financial hour. Stay tuned. My emotions, I want to stop. Stop.